Welcome to your Making It Worse. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. We're here. We're queer. Uh. Meh. Textual healing. I would like to, um, I think it's probably important for us to start this episode off on a serious note. Mm -hmm. I've learned Uh, before never to interrupt Brent, so I can't say anything (laughs) for the next five minutes. Um... (laughs) Wait, I can't do it if you're laughing. I can't do it okay. if you're laughing. Okay. <clears throat> well, uh, as you guys probably know, um, we have something to address with our fans, and uh, I have prepared a statement um, about sort of the ongoing controversy that probably most of our <laughs> listeners have heard about at this point, but if mm-hmm. not, it will, I think, become evident. But yes, yeah. this is a statement... Uh, that I wrote, but it's from all three of us. Your Making It Worse appreciates each and every one of our listeners. We try to present ourselves in an authentic light while respecting people of all creeds. But sometimes, skeletons in our past come back to haunt us. It has recently come to our attention that several hundred erotica videos of Elliot have been leaked onto the internet. Like a lot of people in like a lot of people in his 20s, Elliot made and sold hundreds of videos of erotica. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I want to be clear and unambiguous. The internet may have dubbed him Tentacle Pouring Laser, but his name is Elliot and he is still my friend. What do they call me? Tentacle. Tentacle porn blazer. Yeah. A video of Elliot donned in nothing but high heels stomping on a businessman's nuts will never change that. I downloaded that one. Can't wait. Nor will that that. gif now circulating of him giving nude CPR to a mannequin. (laughs) Elliot, Alan and I want you to know you will always have a home on this podcast. What do you think he used to give that CPR? (laughs) It can't be mouth to mouth. No. Girl, no, it had to. I, look, I, don't, to, I didn't watch. He had the videos, to poke I just the throat out to get the fluid down. I, I think so. I just had to wow. push. He's on hinge. Oh my god! Thank you, thank you so much. But I yeah, never knew he was that physical. Let's, just, he was so flexible in mm-hmm. it. I had he no was, idea. I'm well, so proud of you. Oh, good. I'm glad we got that. We cleared that, that first. Out got that out of the way. Yeah, but um, let's start. Yeah, let's sure. Start now, uh, gay cereal. Cereal, cereal, gay cereal. So Kellogg. Uh, for the first time in history, Kellogg <clears throat> released a statement where they said, uh, our famous mascots and cereals are being offered exclusively together in the same box for something called altogether cereal. It's a symbol of acceptance no matter how you look, where you're from, or who you love. We believe that all people deserve an environment where they can be their best selves. Mm-hmm. So they combined raisin bran, corn flakes, rice krispies, frosted flakes, fruit loops and frosted mini wheats oh, to make a statement doesn't sound great to make a statement about lgbtq inclusivity for um spirit day. i am all about the statement i am here for the statement i am <clears throat> not there for the mixing of tr- like the cereals on their own are fine but i don't need the combination of wait, I'm raisin no, bran, I, raisin flakes. bran, and frosted flakes would probably be actually delicious. But raisin bran yeah. and like fruit 
Well, yeah. Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops? No. It, it is a weird way to celebrate inclusivity by <laughs> making weird. a really garbage cereal. <laughs> yeah. You know what? The, do you want to hear the funniest thing about sure. this? And we'll get to the controversy in a second. But sure. The funniest thing is I actually heard about this before it hit the news mm. because I, I was listening to a podcast about the cereal wars, about oh, how sure. like, Kellogg's oh, yeah, and yeah, Post yeah. and all these things. I know that podcast. So I they went, made a movie about that. I went to Kellogg's website like a month ago or something mm-hmm. and was just perusing. just Because, huh. you know, Kellogg's is also from Battle Creek, Michigan. Sure. Mm-hmm. About an hour and a half west of Wasn't that the guy who – Kellogg was the guy who like made thought you could flakes. cure – Diseases at Michigan, so that he could his keep prevent people from masturbating, right? Yeah. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. So his yeah. brother is actually the one that really made the company. But yes, yes. his uh, it, it all kind of started. It was in Michigan, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. At the sanitarium in Battle Creek. But either way, yeah. I just was <laughs> when you sent this, I'm like, oh, I already heard about this. Wow. He's on the cereal beat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but, tell, I, but talk there's about the controversy. Well, first of all, I, I also want to say um, that Kellogg they donated fifty thousand dollars to Glad, which is in great. terms. But is, am I wrong, or is that a little bit cheap for Kellogg? Uh, All these companies always, whenever they have a campaign, uh, they maybe they give a little bit more than fifty grand. But mm. if you read the fine print at the bottom of every commercial, much. it's not huh. like a, it's not millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, so. I would I would imagine because that's a big company, Kellogg. They don't right. just do cereal. I don't think they do other stuff. They do. I think Kellogg just yeah. does cereal. I thought it is or is Kellogg owned by a large company? Definitely owned by. Oh, that's probably what yeah. I'm thinking then. And yeah. you guys are I mean, you are right. Raisin Bran Corn Flakes, Rice Pepsi Krispies, Frosted Flakes, Fruit Loops and Frosted Mini Wheats are they don't need to be together. No, right. Right. that's just gross. You know, I mean, I love mixing cereals that speak to each other. Yeah. I love that. Sure. Remember when you Oh my when god, you that's refused, the best. Yeah. Remember when you refused to acknowledge the Cracklin' Oat brand is good? It's not good. Oh, it's, it's so good. Literally, it's not, it's not good. like he, heaven. But he tried it, and I trust, and I and I trust that you weren't lying when you tasted it, and you said you didn't like it. It tastes like I, I weird. Oh, you don't. Cardboard. Not one word. Sweetened oh, cardboard. It's delicious. Uh, but sweetened cardboard is good because no, it's sweet. No, it's not. Yeah, but are you are you a granola fan? Not particularly, no. Yeah, this is a cereal, right. I think, for people yeah. who love granola. Anyway, anyway, so the, um, the I don't know what you'd call them, in advocacy group, One Million Moms, the conservative Yeah, yeah, yeah. Group. I think it was AFA, American Family Association. Spe- no, know. specifically One Million Moms. They said Kellogg's goal is to normal—they they protested this, of course, saying Kellogg's goal is to normalize the LGBTQ lifestyle by using cereal mascots to brainwash children. Um, and so they <laughs> they advocated for people to, um, uh, you know, push back against Kellogg. And they said if Christians can't find corporate neutrality with Kellogg's, then they will vote with their pocketbook and support companies that are neutral. Which is not— possible to find because you have so many major companies owned by larger companies which i believe kellogg is pepsi i don't know but like coke and pepsi all support yeah and the and uh what's the chocolate one nutella Cocoa puffs no oh. nestle nestle is also a big one that's owned that owns a bunch of the smaller brands you wouldn't expect and like they have these programs to not only like amplify queer voices in their companies but to like support them and stand behind Good them job. but and it, but what but Grape Nuts, they have a new slogan, which is Grape Nuts Ain't for Faggots. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard that. No, but it's so, so what I love about this protest or this controversy insane. is as sort of the equality becomes a greater message and a more normalized message for brands to sort of stand behind, these groups 
who want to protest they, they, it what they, look ridiculous yeah, because ridiculous. they're protesting Tony Cereal. the Tiger. Tony yeah. the Tiger, the Lucky Charms <laughs> like, leprechaun. It's absurd. The leprechaun is the gayest character on any cereal box Well, who do we have? Ever. We have Cornflakes, is that Tony? The, no, that's Frosted Flakes. Tony Frosted the Tiger. Flakes, yeah, yeah. Rice Krispies are the three. Uh, the three. The leprechaun people. No. What are they? Yeah. Oh, what are they? Or I don't know what they yeah. are, but they Snap, crackle, clearly drop. are having group masturbation sessions <laughs> right. together. Fruit Loops Circle is jerks. is Fruit Loops the toucan? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. then Frosted Mini Wheats is I think just a Frosted Mini Wheat. <laughs> it is, but it is, it is just right. so fun. It is it's like right, legs and arms. The... But it's so funny yeah. that the, it is just so insane. I love to think a frosted mini that... wheat. Now that's a Me good too. cereal. That's that a great. They started mass. filling that As shit. Healthy. With, they started filling that shit with like even more like, like fudge in the middle. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that stuff is so good. But I think uh, just to get back to this for a second, I do love. I love when uh, super right wing groups do something that I think is reminds people how out of touch they are completely mm-hmm. and I always and I think this is such a great example in, in particular that whether <laughs> whether even we complain about it or not in particular yeah. I think the generation e- below us yeah. is very sensitive to feeling excluded e- I think sure. even if you're well, conservative they all have gluten sensitivities sure that's true uh, even if you're conservative, I think there's still a sensitivity to like you. Do, no one wants to be quote bullied, yeah. so uh-huh. it's it's kind of out of. Um, I mean, obviously these guys are all these folks are all nut jobs, but like yeah. it's kind of out of left field to be like. Well, what's strange to get on angry that, at Kellogg's for this? On that, like to me in this day and age, even with the internet, even if you're conservative on the internet, one of the least popular things you can be is not looking cool quote unquote mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yes. you have all these politicians who they're doing tiktoks and they're doing all these things both republicans and democrats mm-hmm. and because they're it's an effort to look in and cool and with it and like this is so blatantly uncool to do don't yeah. come for cereal yeah, because really. that is the equal like the equal equalizer fire. exactly yeah. that is the thing that right. everyone republican democrats enjoys it's either as a late night treat or a breakfast startup it's like the yeah. perfect thing it it's, really is yeah. a great dessert yeah well, that's that truly I think, and i also think like the novelty dessert industry this you know the boutique one that there is but like in new york now there are and here <laughs> We've Elliot to, has a Google a Doc of all the novelty <laughs> dessert places. But there are these places that now have like given into the fact that like it's dessert. It's dessert. These yeah. cereals are not but meant it, to yeah. be Big like gay ice balanced cream breakfast. Is not quote, coming for your children. Like le- it's ice cream. Right. <laughs> like places like that that has a yeah. Big that, Ice Cream's an ice cream store in New York City. Uh, well, it's all over now. Oh, um, it's national, a chain now. Yeah. yeah, it's in grocery stores even too. And oh, wow. it's um but like the whole thing is and that I think that is also a great example of a company that yeah, it has gay, it has rainbow, it's but it's it's more about the fun of it. Right. It's the no- yeah, it's the novelty. Not even joking. I am so thrilled for our guest today because you guys know him as a friend, but to me, he's a neighbor. Because we grew up like five miles away from each oh, other. Right, St. Louis, Louis Missouri, Missouri. Less than five miles. Mm. Guys, Dave Holmes. Hi, Dave, Dave Holmes. Hello. Dave. Yeah, we are among the uh, the unabducted children yep. of uh, uh-huh. Kirkwood, uh, Missouri. We bonded on your podcast, Homophilia, <laughs> yeah. of a kidnapped child, two children, that mm-hmm. were found in the, my community, my alive. hometown, Kirkwood, alive. Found alive. Um, yeah. And you're, you're from your neighboring community. So, like, yeah. 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 St. Great. Louis, Missouri, y'all. Yeah, I'm telling you, we yeah. survived. Yeah. Did you? Were you right. out when you were tangent. in St. Louis? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, largely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, to like 
close friends in high school. Sure. And then everyone else in college. Yeah. Wow. yeah. You, and were you in college in St. Louis? Nope. I uh, went to Holy Cross in Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, did and I, I'm just curious if you guys felt like you had similar, um, you know, youths being somewhat out youths. in St. Louis. I mean, I think so. he and I, because you're a little bit older than me, and so yeah. when I was in high school, I was watching you do the whole MTV DJ oh, really? contest. Oh, then thing. I'm yeah. a lot older. Than and I, God, I was in I nursery get, school. I used to okay, get people down. in high school telling me you look just like the guy who wants to be a VJ on MTV. Oh, oh wow! Dude, all the time, I got that. And then yeah. years later, of course, comedy it was right. weird to me. Yeah, right. But it. I, I remember I seeing it you was, on MTV. It was pretty times. okay to For being. Years. I mean, it wasn't like great being gay there, but it also yeah. wasn't. Bad because it was the Midwest sensibility of just don't make things awkward. Right. Sure. Just be civil. Mm. You know? Yeah. I could not have been out in a big way yeah. in high school because I went to like an all boys Catholic school. Mm-hmm. So for sure. many different reasons, that would have yeah. not flown. Backfired, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. yeah. And I graduated in 89. So this is all fully yeah. 80s. I do remember there was a. Um, our school had, there were like 50 guys to a class, 7th to 12th grade, very small and very All tight. of them shirtless at all times. <laughs> all of them constantly shirtless, <laughs> throwing Sweaty. basketballs. Right, like, right, right. Do, like having just hot and like having a, just a, like a, a delicious it's gulp. It's very of, warm in the school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Always gulping down cold beverages. Right. And then like cooling down their forehead. <laughs> With their forehead. Yeah. yeah. Right. Sometimes doing what the thing where you, you do to? this like Holy a dog. Cross. Holy oh, Holy Cross. Yeah. No, 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 high school. That's College was Holy Cross. High school was called Priory. Yes, Priory. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All boys school. My first boyfriend went to Priory. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What year? Uh, he would have been uh, 98. Okay. 99. So there's no way we would have. Yeah, no, you wouldn't have crossed. But that's actually, that's really impressive that you were out to to people and classmates in 89. Well, yeah, I told a handful of friends because there were a handful of gay ones yeah. in my class. Oh, like, God. actually, we did really well. Wow. Out of wow. 50. <laughs> There are like five or six of us. Oh, my God. Pretty incredible. Wow. That That is impressive. Grossly disproportionate. In my class, I was the only one. Really? Uh, That uh, that was Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And nobody at the time was talking about it because you couldn't. But but I remember there were, it was monks. It was run by monks. And there were a couple of monks and a couple of uh, what's called lay faculty, which is like Mm non-religious faculty. Right. And then just like the librarian and whatever. They, They had like kind of a secret advisory group, which I think was like a... Like an elevated, like let's sit and gossip about the students sure. kind of a deal. Yeah. Where it's like you know, you you have your ear to the ground in right. school, and you know yeah. whose parents are yeah. maybe getting a divorce and yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so one of them, one of the monks in this group, I think got wind that I was gay, or mm. or was just hip to the unbelievable gay energy that I was pouring. Sure, at sure, all times. yeah. And the, yeah. the massive, undeniable you. crush that I had on my heterosexual best friend. Sure. <laughs> and uh, and so he pulled me aside. It must have been junior year. If this is going to make me mad. Year. No. <sighs> no. Okay, oh, good, okay. But he just said some, something to the effect of, like, I get the sense that you are different than your peers in a way that is upsetting to you. And I just want to let you know that if you need to talk about it, I'm mm. here. Like Aww. the most benign That's possible nice. thing. Sweet. Yeah. It was very sweet, and it scared me to death. And I yeah. couldn't, and yeah. I never spoke to him again. Yeah. Like I never oh, had wow. him for class. I, I mean, yeah. I think in some ways, like, 
you I, I think I had that too. You felt red. Like you felt like yeah. someone spotted something that you were trying to hide. Oh, totally. Yeah. At that age, the the thing that you could tell me that would cause me the most stress would be like, oh, I've noticed something about you. Yeah. Yes. Like, oh, shit. Yes. Yeah. What, like, what clues yeah. did I leave behind? I went in the opposite direction. See, I had yeah. a version of that where I was doing um, the school play and the teacher who was like blocking and directing everything from the floor was whispering to my friend while I was on stage, I think he's gay. I think he's gay. (laughs) She was a witch, an evil, evil Uh, witch. Wait, tell me about the crush from high school. Um, Is he still good looking, by the way? He's still. Because mine is. So good looking, yeah. Yeah, Mine is. Yeah. My crush from kindergarten through 12th grade is still super hot. Really? Yep. Are you still friends with him? I still follow him. But are you friends? friends? No. That's not the answer to that question. No, no, no. We're not friends. Well, let me tell you this. So uh, my, uh, my high school crush, I we like would... You know, he's not he's not on any of the social media or anything yeah. like that. So we, we didn't keep oh, in touch in the traditional ways. Yeah. However, wrote a book and there's like a full oh. chapter about my crush on him. Party he changed his name. Yes. Um I, oh, I thought did, he wrote he a book. Yeah, I, know. I was like, wow. <laughs> what? I thought he wrote a book for a second. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. Dave wrote a book. So yeah, he now lives in DC. He's married, he's got three kids. Great city. Um he uh came he and his wife came to my book reading in oh. DC. Oh no way. <gasps> yeah. And it was like two days after the book came out, so there Whoa. was no way either of them could have read it by then, but I yeah. think they just got wind. There were a handful of, of uh, of Priory guys in, in D.C. So, oh, wow. And, they, and a couple of them came. It's a big Catholic school in St. Louis. It is, yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, so he showed up, and I didn't expect him to, and it totally freaked me out. Of course. And, yeah. uh, and of course, he looks fantastic. Of course. Fantastic. And, uh, and we, uh, we went out afterwards. Like, a group of us went out, but he and his wife came along. His wife at the time was pregnant with, uh, with their third kid. Oh, that's a and, kill. Pardon? That's a buzz kill. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, no, you know, no, it's like, I, I also, I really like her yeah. a lot. Uh, yeah, that was sure. the thing that made me happiest mm-hmm. was, like, I really like her. But he still looks fantastic. And uh, and so we, we had a really nice... Uh, and, and throughout the whole thing, I was like, I should tell him that yeah, there's course. essentially like 40 pages of my book are about his uh, like, yeah. eyes and shoulders and calves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you? Uh, not that night. Uh, I just... I was like, we're having too much fun. Yeah. I don't want to Wait, make what was his weird. response when he eventually read it or you told well, him? Well, I told him. Yeah. After. And I was like... He also said a bunch of things. He was like, I, I think I was a bad friend to you in high school or whatever. Oh. Like, he had some, something that I feel like. And you guys were best like friends he, in high school. We were, I, we were tight. We were tight yeah. in high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. I definitely called him my best friend all the time because <laughs> yeah, I was really right. proud of the fact that he would be seen with me. Yeah. Oh. I remember those. Sure. Um, yeah, it's, God, remember, like, everyone's your best friend. And do you remember when yes. life was so easy that the what you wanted to accomplish, which was becoming friends with Brian? Yeah. It was such a was was like that was all you cared about, and if yeah. you did it, you like you felt so great. Yeah, yeah. And that was all you needed for the year. As long as you <laughs> yeah. passed the grade and you became friends with Blake or Brian, then you were fine for I, the I rest never, of the year. Yeah, I felt so. I didn't have that. I wanted to get on local TV. That's what I yeah. wanted too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I wanted that it. too, I but care. I also I I didn't even want to be popular. There were just certain boys that I felt like. Their approval yeah. would do yes. something yeah. internal. Yes. Did to your? Yeah. Sorry. What, what was his response? What was? Did he have a, oh, yeah. more of a response? Oh, yeah. So I was just like, listen. I mean, uh, so he was like, I think you know, I was a terrible friend to you, and I was like, you were a gentleman to 
a young boy with an obvious crush on you, and mm-hmm. and I, and like mm-hmm. that in our all male Catholic very conservative world, that has to have cost you something, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. Like people had to have talked. Nothing ever happened, but like right. certainly people talked because I was yeah. pretty obviously faggy. If the kid. monk is noticing it, yes, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, so in my mind, what I said to him was like, in my mind, you were an absolute gentleman, and mm. if there and if you weren't. It's best for me not to know. Sure. Like if you said some shit about me behind my back, I don't yeah, who cares? really who cares? care. That was yeah. Yeah. 30 years right, ago. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. We're, we're over it and whatever. Um, and uh, and so and then I was like, oh, and by the way, like your name has changed, but anyone who knows us both is going to know that yeah. Jim is you. Of and course. Just, you know, yeah. FYI, yeah. that's in the book. And, and it's, he read you know, it. It's pretty t- I don't know if he did, but his wife did uh, for sure. Oh. And she was great with it. Oh, good. And he was just like, listen- Let's. I'm. I'm fine with it. Like, yeah. Make, yeah. If, if you can make a buck off me, do it. That's yeah. great. Oh, that's, that's nice. So then, uh, he uh, like a week later, uh, hit me up again and asked if I would be uh, his kid's godfather. I was just gonna make oh, the joke. Yeah. That, that's so real. Sweet. Oh my god. And I don't know if that was the kind of thing that I was supposed to be like. Oh, that's very sweet. Did you accept? Clear across the country. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to do it. I was like, yeah, absolutely, I'll do yeah. it. Oh, that's so great. He was born the next. Oh. He was born, I guess, that next February, and they. Did did the baptism that next summer and I flew oh, out. That's great. We had a great time. And, wow. And we, I can't good say we to kept see him, him super, still. It was really great yeah. to see him. Yeah. He, uh, his niece was the godmother and we all had like a nice big meal afterwards. And, yeah. Uh, it was it was lovely. That's yeah. awesome. And I, do I know the kid's birthday? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm probably not a great godfather. I right. stand was this the buzzkill kid she was pregnant with? When <laughs> pregnant? That, was this the kid she <laughs> was, was, pregnant with she was pregnant with? I mean, the kid's lovely, I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. What was it, what was it like to grow up? With, I certainly didn't experience this, but to to have a group of like-minded gay dudes that you could were you open with each other about the uh, kind of, kind hmm. of. I okay. My my actual like my closest closest friend, um, and I were we're both pretty obviously super duper gay, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and we were. I would say that you're obviously gay. Well, yeah. I, hear you. I would, and yeah. and also within this environment, when you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I would say it was it was even that, like I would say it was fairly obvious. I don't yeah. Know. Um, I remember we, my parents were out of town, and we, uh, I guess we must have been juniors in high school. I was allowed to stay alone then, mm. and he was over, and we had gone to a summer program with this girl who was cool, and she had a funky haircut, and so I was like sure. her pen pal. Mm-hmm. And I was, I had been writing a letter to her, and and he was like, here, I want to write a couple lines also, and it ended up getting passed back and forth between the two of us uh-huh. uh, in my house, like to a Duran Duran album and whatever, and mm. we ended up sort of coming out to each other mm. in this letter oh, that we were writing to somebody else because huh. we novel. couldn't I love say that. it out loud Aww. oh that's interesting neither one of us could say it out loud i think we were making a list of like who's hot or whatever right you keep in touch with him either he did or i did like put that's a boy's funny. name in there yeah. and then it was just like yeah that's very we wrote sweet. for 20 minutes and then it was like all right we need to actually talk like people yeah out yeah, yeah yeah oh, and so he and i would talk about it um like if we'd be at a party we would like do a little signal and then we go out for a cigarette and talk about the boys that yeah. crush. Oh my god, that's great! <laughs> Are you yes, still in touch with him? I am. He um he is also in DC and he oh. also came to the reading. Oh, and didn't tell me first and um <laughs> he he a little bit dropped out of society. Yeah. We lived we didn't live together in New York, but we lived in New York at the same time and mm. he he went he went a little. What happened? I don't know. He just you know 
it was a New York I have breakdown. So many friends like not that. a New York, yeah, kind of a New York breakdown, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm telling tales ceiling. out of school, but sure. he, he, you know, we all behaved like lunatic alcoholics, <laughs> right, right. and we were 26. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He he had a you know so he I cleaned still, up his act and doesn't. Were you on? I, I mean, once a week, I'm like, I'm moving to Greenland. I'm moving to Greenland. Why? I'm, never, I'm deleting all of my social media. I'm moving to Greenland and I'm never coming back. Wow, <laughs> really? Greenland. I do, yeah, I once in a while consider that kind of thing. As yeah, well. yeah. It's, Just like it's Ireland for me. But, like yeah. having, I mean, it's it's obviously an it's an actual nightmare to think about if you actually go through beyond the first step, but the idea of just kind of leaving everything behind is, mm-hmm. yeah, very appealing. Well, you yeah. say you were a lunatic in New York. This was when you were MTV VJ and you were just- before and okay. a, to a lesser degree during. But like when you're 24 and yeah, on your own- of course. In yeah. city and you have a job, I have to say, I like have crazy. over the years passionately spoken of the contest in which you and- really? what Jesse was his name? Camp. Jesse, Jesse Camp. And how angry I was that oh. you lost. That's I, I remember- what was the contest? It was a it was a big deal for MTV. I mean, I'll let you set it up because you experienced Go it. Go ahead. It was a big deal for MTV that they were having a who wants to be a VJ sort yeah. of thing. And this was at the this height. This was the first contest, It was right? the first contest. And oh. it was, I know more about you, I think, than you probably do at this moment. And right. I, it was the height of sort of real world, world yes. rules time and like yeah. that MTV, that era of MTV. And I was watching it all nonstop. And I was so enthralled by this contest because... Jesse seemed like a lovely person, but he seemed so inept and dumb and just like didn't know anything. And I, like in the current, you know, campaign for president, I'm like, always want the really smart one who knows a lot and give all the fun (laughs) facts and tidbits and all that. And you were giving me all the facts and tidbits about music that I didn't even care about, but you knew a lot about shit that I cared about. Uh, You could also present yourself and you were eloquent and knowledgeable. Uh, Thank you. And when you didn't get it because everyone was just loving this This like wiry hair, tall, skinny, crazy person, and I was like, I hate America. Uh, Yes, that's very kind. But the silver lining is that MTV came around and we're like, "Uh, yeah, we need to hire him anyway yes yeah. he was so good well, on the air listen i so the second that i saw him i was like this is who is going to win this thing right <laughs> it's up to the viewers to vote right yeah there's no way in the world they're going to choose me over him like right. he's a wild character he doesn't seem to know what's going on but he said funny things yeah. it was just very yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of adorably out of it it's like it was original like, reality tv yeah almost. it really absolutely. was yeah absolutely so my plan was like lose to him well yeah. Yeah. And like take just <clears throat> very smart. Take advantage of well, I was older. I was twenty Yeah, you were whatever, older than twenty seven, twenty six, yeah. something like that. Because he was like twenty one. He was eighteen. Oh, he was eighteen. Oof. Wow, oh, yeah. he was that young. Which wow. is the age you should be to stand in line and do that thing. <laughs> yeah. I just hated my job so much that yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm gonna do anything. So I was just like, I would love to get a writing job at MTV. I would yeah. love to get a, like a production assistant job. Yeah. I was like, I wanted to be in the world of entertainment. And right. Literally, like the idea, standing in line out mm-hmm. in front of MTV was my best in idea. Times Square. Yeah. That was my best plan yeah. for getting yeah, 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 yeah. it. Yeah. It worked. I'm and happy. It worked. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't know how else to do it. I didn't have any connection. I didn't know you anyone. You were robbed. I wasn't though. It worked. <laughs> yeah, it worked. It, it did worked. work. It did work. I was just. I remember as a kid being so angry. I remember Bro. going to school being so angry because we all were talking about it at school. Of course. That's, and how angry we that were. That freaks me out. And I didn't know you were from. So much. It was so weird. I did not know you were from St. Louis during really? that period, which huh. was like I'm sure it was talked about. I just didn't. Yeah. What was What was it like to work at the MTV Beach House? It was so nuts. I can't. But yeah. not in any of the ways right. that you would think. Like I was li- it fun. Oh, of course it was. Yeah. yeah. Um. I the first thing okay my first on-air job was at the beach house and and I had this 
regular job job, which I was still doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, you were? So, yeah. Oh, Unt- like, up are... until they hired me like for real and gave oh, me a wow. contract, I still had a job job. Oh, so, my God. So I was... I, I I started on a Monday and I and I had to like wrap things up at my job so I was there in the over the weekend mm. and I remember I was in this terrible grim like fluorescent lights yeah. office yeah. on a Sunday night and then I woke up in the morning and uh, and they sent a car for me uh, I yeah. think at the time I did I lived on the Upper East Side and then I uh, and they took me to the the beach house and oh, like wow. a DJ was playing it was yeah it was in Seaside Heights uh-huh. and my fr- honestly. Immediately, I was like, I'm the dumbest person who's ever lived, and I don't like, I don't understand. Like, this is going to be so weird because I showed up at the beach house and I was like, Where's my room? Mm-hmm. And then immediately, it was like, Of course, we don't all stay there. Yeah, well, that's a uh, yeah. set. Sure, like, sure, of sure. course, you dumbass. <laughs> right, that's a set. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna. Pull like, up a pillow and blanket. Share a bathroom. I'll right. sleep on the yeah. couch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm up on the chore wheel to do dishes <laughs> right, or whatever. Right. Like you stay at a fucking hotel of and that's a set. So that immediately I was like, it was, that was stupid. Uh, the next, like that first summer is a blur because it was all brand new and I don't remember any of it. The one thing I do remember uh, a woman doing comedy like commercial bumpers was Danielle Schneider. Oh, sure. Oh, remember her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember her? Yeah. You know her now. <laughs> yeah. I remember her yeah. as, like, yeah, she was maybe 22 or something yeah, I'm sure. at the time. Oh, my God. She and a woman named Sam Buck were like, huh. would do little, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the next summer, summer of 99, was the Isle of MTV. They yes. took us, they took over Paradise Island. In the Bahamas. I remember this. I mean, it it was, was, sorry, I thought it was like Planet Hollywood for some reason. No. <laughs> Might as well have been. We yeah, stayed yeah. at Club Med for oh, yeah. three and a half months. Oh, uh, in the summertime in the Bahamas. I would be into that. Like, are you getting laid a lot? Not at all. Wait, because okay. you were, you were, were you, you weren't like out on the air, quote unquote. I, no, I mean, I was out but, in my life, right. but I wasn't. They didn't talk. Like, you also weren't older really than everyone about there, about right? I mean, you were yeah, like it was about the same age. Yeah, but, well, he, but he wasn't like and I are the same age. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't like so so much older that like it would be difficult yeah. to meet. Yeah, people. yeah. And True. so you weren't getting, you weren't like having, like you couldn't. Well, no, because there wasn't a there there wasn't a huge gay presence. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, I love those yeah. nude contests though. The what? When they had to get naked and they had to like you know on like the not the spring break spring break spring stuff break, where they had to get yeah. and, Cream on their crotch yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I that was weird. that was always touchy for me. That whole all spring breaks yeah. and summer beach house things. I was like, I didn't. It was freeze frame for me, baby. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't. <laughs> me too. I don't know. Yeah. I, I was afraid to hit on yeah. anyone. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. And True. also, like, if anybody would hit on me, I was immediately suspicious. Suspicious. Oh. Why? You thought it was like a plant because yeah. they wanted yeah. something. No, not a plant, but just like you think I'm gonna. Get you into meet yeah the oh Backstreet Boys or something. Oh wow, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just didn't. Nick Carter don't want to meet you, <laughs> right? The lady who was trying yeah, to sleep yeah, with yeah. you, right? Yeah, right, not, right. I mean, he wants yeah. to meet you. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I, I was not fucking left and right. Yeah, right. We're, um, like I should have been. Sure, of course. I just didn't know how to take advantage of it. But you at took the time. that opportunity from the VJ contest and your years at MTV mm-hmm. into like, I mean, I remember you, I think it was on TNT, the movie series. FX. FX, yeah. where you would introduce movies and I yeah. was just like, this is my that. dream job. That was I fun. just wanna talk yeah. during commercials of movies. <laughs> right. This yeah. is genius. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. you might, basically forever. everything you've done in your career even up until Party of One, the book, yeah, with, with the, the book, book is which is incredible. Thanks. Every queer person, especially gay men, should yes. read this book. Yes, please. Um, 
it's all just the chunks about I want my career to be. I mean, you I don't really think nice. Daisy Fuentes released a book as good as as good as Party of One. But she 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 wrangled herself Richard Marks. Yeah. You know, oh, wow, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Here's here's a question that my closeted teen presence must ask. Yes. Did you yes. cross paths <laughs> with Simon Rex? Oh, I did. Oh, so who's wow. Simon Rex? Simon, what? Simon Rex was a, a who's DJ. Simon? Who's Simon oh, Rex? But it came out beforehand that he had years in gay porn, but he's you not You may gay. know him uh, as yeah. Sebastian. Yes. Uh, Simply. He just had jerk-off videos. There were no man-on-man action, but he <laughs> would it, have jerk-off it. videos. And it, it was kind lore. Of, like Sean Cody it, it was shocking at the time. No, no it wasn't Sean Cody. Oh, it was shocking at the time. Shocking. Because it was, it, it's pre-Sean Cody, but in yeah. that spirit. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. It, but it, it. did he get fired from MTV? Oh, no, no, no. No, what, no, no, He got some backlash. I remember. Not Something, really. I think no? it was just like urban myth, like what lore, the lore that this yeah. existed somewhere. Yeah. If you were, yeah. gay, I don't think girls cared, but if you were a gay guy, you were like, how do I? Well, he how just and where? Jerked off on and, video for gay dudes. There was that's literally all he did. He showed his butthole and jerked off on video for gay dudes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't oh. even know if he showed his butthole. I don't think. Oh, he, he did. Trust me, he did, guys. Alan seems like the expert here. Okay. I remember back in the day looking that up. Yeah, the story that I heard about that. I remember hearing that was probably ninety five. Yeah, something like that. Seems I got there that. in ninety eight. Yeah. Oh god. Um, but I remember, like the the head of talent was the same person as back then, and um, I guess Simon knew that the story was about to come out mm-hmm. about his his videos and stuff. Yeah. And they were at the Winter Lodge because they would do the Winter Lodge every year. I remember year. that too. And uh, and Simon and this guy Rod were on a uh, were on a lift, like just going up, chit-chatting, whatever, and then the lift got to the top of the hill and they got off and Simon was like, oh, by the way, I did a bunch of jerk-off videos and they're about to come out. And like, <laughs> sli- ski Oh down. my God. So I have, I've, I've now seen them. Yeah. This is also oh. in a time before the internet, so yes. it would have been a bigger right. story if you could see the videos right, right away. Yeah. But it, it was in Michael Musto's column, uh-huh. and there was a big picture of uh, Michael, Simon Rex Michael with his yeah. magnificent dick. Yeah, a beautiful oh. body, beautiful yeah. dick. He yeah. almost doesn't look like him, like because he wasn't as muscly during his porn days as he right. became during his MTV days. So mm. it's hard. It doesn't look totally alike. You know, he now has a rap collective. Yeah, with mm. Andy Milanakis and Riff uh-huh. Raff. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. So there you go. That's He's, crazy. Full circle. Yeah. Full circle. Simon Rex. <laughs> Should have done it. Where was I? Uh, yeah, so didn't have a lot of sex in my MTV days, right? But did get to live in the in the Bahamas with sure. like dozens of of my like coworkers. Well, and you and also stuff. got and to be also, on television at a time well, when uh, our generation was watching you. Right. So that way they just remember you. But also, nice. what is yeah. it like to be famous in a demographic? That yeah, you don't necessarily care about, which is to right. say, young like teenage girls watch MTV, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, and obviously some boys, but I think it's like mostly girls. And it's me. mostly I, younger. Yeah. yeah, it's mostly yeah. younger people. So I know I remember my friend who worked at PETA was always like, we uh, any animal rights group always advertises only on MTV because that's like MTV is like our sole demographic, yeah. which is like younger girls. Right. Um, but yeah, what's it like to be like famous? But you're like, I'm I don't I'm not getting laid. I'm not like I don't right. feel like Tom Cruise or something. Uh I I don't I don't know. I mean it's Or was I it just know. as good? Was it was it is is being know. recognized for your work just just as good regardless of I who does will it? say, okay, being like being recognizable by teenagers is terrifying. Yeah. Sure. Teenagers because are scary, man. They're scary. And I just, <laughs> if you're someone who assumes that everyone's making fun of you anyway, yeah. Yeah. Like it's kind of a nightmare. Totally. Yeah. So, like, I like it better now. Like, now when I hear from somebody who has read things that I've written, yeah. I'm yeah. much 
like that makes me feel much more secure well, yeah. and happy. But yeah. when like a 16-year-old tries to strike up a conversation, I'm just like, <laughs> I, don't, also, I don't know when yeah, you were doing, what to do with you. I mean, even just and now knowing you better and just knowing your career better, like when you started off with the audition, it, you were known as sort of just having this encyclopedic mind of yeah, music right. knowledge. And you've, of course, now the movie knowledge and just thoughtful, I mean, homophilia. And there's so many different things that you have that people can respond to. But you had a real brain, but yet, I think in some ways you were getting recognized by teenagers who just didn't care about the brain. You just had access, yeah. I mean, on MTV and stuff, you right, know? Right, Did you feel ever like you weren't doing what maybe you wanted to be doing? Like, what What was the, what did you want to be doing? Uh, at the time, I just wanted to not be fired. Yeah. You yeah. know, I just was there and I wanted to, like, do well. Uh-huh. And, and I was, I had terrible, terrible, and still do like stage fright mm -hmm. and I was like this is going to be a great way for me to get past it like being on live TV is a good way to get yeah. Yeah. less uh, freaked out by that kind of thing and it I, it worked it worked yeah um, I will say I wish I had been bolder about pitching ideas when I was there mm -hmm. because they were really like at the time especially you could get anything made you know like the, the ratings were good but good ratings for MTV and bad ratings for MTV are not that far apart right, you know yeah, I mean? it's yeah. still basic cable sure yeah. it's still aimed at a very specific demographic so like at the time i really could have i could have been really bold about about yeah. pitching ideas and mm -hmm. trying making this things. the dave holmes network yeah yeah, yeah i should <laughs> i should have been yeah i should have dtv um, i should have gone um this is right when ucb was starting up mm -hmm. classes and i was an improv person, but I was like, I don't want to be the guy from TV who does a bad show. Oh, sure. I never thought and then about some strangers that. like, oh, I saw him. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Which like, yeah. you are always gonna suck when you do improv. Yeah. So who like get the fuck improv over that? Like yeah. years yeah. later, I would yeah. get over that. But I wish I had taken advantage of all the shit that was right there that I could have been yeah. on the ground floor. But I was I was a little too like vain and cautious. Yeah. Let me let me ask you one more question. Yes. Uh, who is your Underrated or favorite alt diva? Alt diva in the sense that you obviously are inside, you know so much about music, right. and I've and I and I think you're somebody who clearly, it you're not somebody whose musical taste is necessarily dictated by being gay right. in terms yeah. of so like for instance, camp or mine whatever. Is Enya, Diane, but it doesn't Reem. have to be music yeah, either. Sure. It can just Diane be like a non-mainstream diva oh, that maybe wow. isn't known for being. Alan's is Kathy Bates. Yeah. Mine is wow. a Jan Levanzant. Um, Gene Smart, guys. Respect oh. Gene Smart. I put Gene Smart because I know you love Gene Smart. I love Gene Smart. But I, I know we're putting you on the spot. Oh, but shit. Who is like your... Yeah. If you Think, had to choose. Oh, boy. That is gonna... It could be like Irma Bombeck. Yes! <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I think it might be Well, that's Irma a perfect Bombeck. answer. Wait, explain a little bit because I have a feeling we have listeners who don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Irma Bombeck was like, uh, she was she would write funny little humorous? essays. Humorous yes. essays. Like a Dave Barry, but female uh -huh. yes. and, uh -huh. and about about the suburban condition. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And, I, and we had all those books and I would read them and I would not get any yeah, totally. of the references that were being made. Yeah. But just the fact that somebody made a living having a perspective. Her personality. Yeah, so funny. Yeah, yeah. Was, I love it. Yeah, she was like a book Carol Burnett kind yes, of. Yes, that's, that's how I was with Nora And all her pictures, her bio pictures were always her like resting her head yeah. on her like fists. <laughs> sure. Being like, oh, bro, you know, yeah. oh, brother. Yeah. Uh, the grass is always greener over the septic tank. Yes. Oh, she's the best. 
Um, <laughs> when you start to look like your passport photo, it's time to come home. <laughs> she's oh, she's oh, impressed. Wow. And there's and honestly, if I think about it, I'm like, I don't think there's there's that any colors sense. where any picture colors of her. Every picture yeah. of her is black and white. Black and sure. White. And she's not. Yeah. She wasn't even that she's old. No. It was just like that was her style of hu- of book. Yeah. yeah. It was always just. That black and white, whoa boy. She's yeah. great. She was like yeah. Kathy. She was great. She was a or little Maxine Kathy, from a the cards. Yeah. Also, maybe Sylvia from the comic strips. Oh, <laughs> Sylvia. Yeah, sure. I never understood them. But I, I was like, this is weird, and I'm glad it's out there. That's yeah. great. Oh, my wow. God. Where is Sylvia? Is, is Sylvia still being made? I think she is oh, still being made. I think I don't they know. all are, but... Uh, Dave Holmes, thank you so much. Is that it? Really? Or are we it. finished already? Yeah. <laughs> and we actually went, we actually went long. Wow. Well, this was Dave, you guys where can people, people follow you and listen on, to your beautiful voice? Thank you. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Dave Holmes. Yeah. And Thanks, Dave. Homophilia is Homophilia. on Airwolf and yes. Troubled Waters yeah. on Maximum Fun. And another thing. Charlie XCX. Um, Which I had never heard of. You haven't? Nope. I had never heard of her because I don't like music, but right. I recognize the one song. Boom clap. Boom. I don't know. That's, that's not the song I recognized. Oh. I recognized the 1999 one. Oh, you mean, you mean, uh, oh, the name by, by Troy Savon. Yeah. Right. Uh, song she does that with, with Troy Savon. Yeah, yeah she's this one. pop star who's been around. She's sort of been on the periphery for a while. She's a producer. Um, she produces a lot of songs that you might know. Um, she Probably that not. song that The song by... Um, Icona pop. Whatever. Anyway, so she's been around for a while, and she's she did fancy with Iggy Azalea. You're gonna lose me on all of them. Anyway, so she's this sort of periphery pop star producer who has a pretty loyal gay following, and so she was doing a concert recently in England, right? The O2 in England. Yeah. And so apparently it's become a thing for her to like sign funny stuff for her fans. Because it's different and quirky. Because it's different and quirky. Oh, that's, that's a thing she does? It's Apparently it's become like a thing that fans will bring her sillier things to sign. Oh, but okay. it's not like an instituted thing. Uh-huh. Um, and this one guy went viral, uh, Marcus, because he brought his douche. <laughs> his douche kit. He brought his douche, his, uh, his douche Presumably nozzle. Presumably unused? Well... I don't, I, you d- don't ask. I don't yeah. know. I don't want to know. Yeah, he, pretty it's, rough. it's a it's a blue. Uh, it, uh, it doesn't look brown at all. No, uh. it looks unused. <laughs> but what's so it's funny? The standard bulb. He told Pink News that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he said, "I was just thinking, what what could be a really obscure and funny thing to get her to sign?" He clarified that this was his spare douche, Brent. Okay, and right, admitted that go. he was unsure about asking her to sign it. And of course, wait, wait, he's got a backup douche? douche. Like, what happens? <laughs> what? How much? How much you of know, an intense Elliot, douching session does he have? You know that, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. He's just ready to go. Sit and go. Sit and spin. He is. Sit and spin. <laughs> right over there. Sit and spin, Elliot. He does. So this guy said <laughs> he she does did. the squat and squirt, as I call it. <laughs> he said she didn't know what it was, so her reaction wasn't over the top. That doesn't surprise me that she doesn't know what it was. Because, like, I mean. Do you remember this, Elliot? She's a young woman. I don't think she knows, you know. Years ago, we were, we, uh, we were at this ridiculous photo shoot, and we j- jokingly brought up douching. And there was a woman there uh, who knew we were gay, and she was, like, douching. And we're like, yeah, you know, douching, you know, to kind of maintain a clean butt. A clean. And she goes, oh, I thought you meant your penis. Oh. (gasps) What? And so, but the reason I bring that up is because I think a lot of people still don't quite understand what what you would do that for. What other purposes, I mean, this is going to sound really ignorant. What other purposes are there for douching? 
Well, women douche their vaginas, but right. with, the diff- with like Summer's Eve or whatever, right. and that's right. like. A- do they use a bulb? No, thing? Like no, 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 they, no. We do. No, no. no. that's a different thing. So like, this was like you and I created do. exclusively for. This is for men and women who want to clean their butts. Yeah, it's the bulb. It's They're the original s- wet wipe. Yes, exactly. But inside. Yeah. Right inside, and so he. But it's. It first of all, I have to say, <laughs> I think I, I'm kind of like. I, I don't know if I'm so, if it's if I'm like a granny or whatever, but yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah. I'm repelled by this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think right. you're some, repelled, repulsed. Yeah, I think it's gross. It's like, what are you doing? You don't I have mean, to bring your here's douche. here's what I think. I think it's one of these. I think it's one of these like. It's a dare that I wouldn't have blamed someone from for like going like bringing to the concert. Like, yeah. I could envision a scenario. Was it in if, his pocket if or I w- if I liked the singer? <laughs> I could envision a scenario in which I bring the, my spare douche to this concert to get it signed, and then you get backstage and you're like, "There is absolutely no way I'm going to ask this yeah. person to sign my spare douche." Right. Uh, I guess that's sort of where I would draw the line, perhaps. Yeah. You wouldn't be um, able to find your spare douche; should be covered in dust. <laughs> <laughs> that's Elliot's. He doesn't. He doesn't even douche. Oh, Elliot uh, has a douche in every, like, in his trunk, in every room, in his yeah. room. Yeah, <laughs> he has a douche everywhere. No, um, I don't. I mean, I'm not repelled by it because, I mean, clearly this is a young kid. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. Standing. For not this repelled. One. I just roll my eyes. Who's, I mean, and I'm not yeah. saying he's a monster. Yeah, yeah he's, 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 he's just I mean, a little is, silly. If, I don't. I don't know who this woman is. I only know the 1999 song because it is like poppy, and I it says the same thing over and over again, so it's stuck yeah. in my head. But like, that's her. That's her. If thing. people are bringing weird, it made me think actually a little bit a, a couple a couple of months ago or something. The drag queen Katya from Drag Race. Someone had a mummified foot. Um, that that wow. was like theirs or Jesus. something, Yikes. and they had had it mummified so that they could keep it. Oh, oh it was their own. It foot. was their own foot, I believe. I could be getting the details wrong, but regardless, they tweeted at Katya saying, "Yo, you're coming to our city for the show. Can I bring my foot for you to sign?" <laughs> did she <laughs> or sign take it? a picture with or something? I forget what it was, and 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 she did. And then yeah. there was a picture of her with it. So like. If that is a thing that people genuinely do with this artist where they bring weird shit for her to sign or yeah. take pictures with, then this makes, is, makes more sense. For a gay fan, this is kind of something that gay dudes are going to look at and laugh at. Of course. Yeah. You know? Apparently she's like been, uh, people have had her sign um, poppers too. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So, I mean, it's ridiculous <laughs> and I wouldn't go to a live, a live show anyway because of live music and hatred of it, but... Uh, I'm not mad at him. Would you be annoyed if somebody? I, I'm not saying. I, I'm. By the way, I'm not saying that I'm mad at the guy, but like, it's I a did, little. I did, uh, rolled my eyes and I felt right. it was a little. It's it was something a little... in 20 years. He's probably gonna look back. He, he looks like he's 20. Yeah, it looks it's young. something yeah. in 20 years. He's gonna look back on him and be like, oh my god, do you why think did this I do is that? Similar to like the old sort of, I don't know, the idea of women being like, sign my titties or whatever to like rock stars. What, what do you mean? You know, like in the 80s, they'd be like, sign my tits. I know, but are you thinking this is the same thing? I'm saying, is that does that feel equivalent to you? No, I don't think so. I mean, that, no. It's I mean, like, that, sign my this breasts is sexual, or sign that was, the... I th- this is, yeah, this is I also feel like kind of for attention. That inherently was a sexual gesture, yeah. sign my breast or sign whatever, whereas like... This thing goes in his ass. But this, it's not a sexual gesture. It's a weird, <laughs> funny gesture that he's he yeah. literally did it to post it on Twitter. Would you yeah. guys ever dress up? What would you see if you saw somebody dressed up as a douche or... Or poppers for, for Halloween. I mean, I've seen it. I would laugh. I've I seen it. it. I've seen poppers. Really I would laugh, and I would probably want to take a picture with them. The poppers. I've seen that costume, and it annoyed me. Oh, Why? See, but Halloween. I don't I, everyone know. gets a don't pass on Halloween. Don't be annoyed by it. It's just stupid fun. <sighs> I don't know. I also don't understand poppers. Really? 
Yeah. Well, that's because you're sitting Spin Elliot. You just sit and don't. You don't need it. You just go. <laughs> I, I, I agree with them. I've tried them, and it's the worst. The worst experience. I mean, have I you tried. Them? I never liked them either. I have. Yes, I've tried everything. Mm-hmm. I, um, <laughs> I, I even get weirded out when every once in a while you'll be scrolling through like Red Tube or whatever, and you'll find a video that you're like, oh, this is kind of hot, and then it, it's like a kind of a cell phone, like you okay. know, personally shot video, and. You'll see the, you'll see the, you'll see the usually the bottom like reach over to his poppers. It looks like he's like been sniffing glue all day. Oh, <laughs> he reaches over and like does this huge whiff, and it just instantly kills the mood for me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. There's I something about. Like, I mean, I don't mind them. I get why they're there. I get sure. why people use them. I understand it. it. I it just gave me a headache. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I guess I'm 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 still surprised that they're so co- common. Well, I mean, it makes it easier. Yeah. Does it? Yeah, that's what it's supposed to. I mean, well, that's what it's supposed to do. No, 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 no. It's supposed to clean your VCR. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) What would your aunt say? Brent, what would your aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's podcast? I still don't get what a douche kid does for you, but don't explain it again. <laughs> that is literally what I was going to have Aunt Joanne yeah. say. I don't yeah. like because this segment to me, and initially I wanted to start it by by having the voice of somebody who doesn't understand gay culture and not out of a prejudiced way. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. so the point being, I love the idea of my aunt being like, "Yeah, what is a." A what douche is it, kit? Do? <laughs> what? What? So you sit uh, on a hose. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for me. How about Aunt Anne? Aunt Anne would also go along the douche lines, but she would say, "I discreetly order Summer's Eve. I am not taking it out of the house. No one is seeing it or signing it." <laughs> Meanwhile, all three of us have no idea what a Summer's Eve actually looks like. I don't know what like. it is or what it does no because the vagina is self-cleaning. So. Thanks for listening. I'm Elliot Glazer. (laughs) I'm Brent Sullivan. (laughs) And I'm H. Allen Scott. It it is self-cleaning. I'm self-cleaning as well. (laughs) A podcast network.